Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. Since 2012, Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance and I have been airing inspiring, insightful conversations with all kinds of change agents who are raising the vibration on our planet. It's the intention of this show to, well, explore possibilities and shift perspectives in holistic spiritual ways. You'll hear how these experts discover and share their deepest passions to make a bigger difference in the world. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play. And please rate the show so other people can find us too. We'll introduce today's guest in just a moment. Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. <laughs> the funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate geek to english for you and show you what you really need because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with techlifebalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. I discovered our next guest through Ariana Brackenberry. Now, she was a guest on the show before. She creates, prepares, and guides groups to walk the Camino de Santiago. I will go back and tag her show on here in case you missed it. Or you can always search Exploring Possibilities and Camino and you'll find that. So Camino Marge celebrated her 91st birthday by walking 400 kilometers of the Camino with Ariana's group last May. Now, we followed along in the Facebook group called Marjorie's Excellent Camino Adventure, and with no hiking background, Marge weathered steep hills, blustering gale force winds, driving rain, a blazing hot sun, and rocky paths, all with a smile surpassing many 70 years younger. I'm so excited to say that Marge is joining us today from Canada. Welcome, Marge. Thank you. I'm delighted to be with you today. 
Well, you're just the kind of people I like to keep in my life, just inspirational people that inspire me to do better than I did before I met you. And you're a real go-getter. What on earth inspired you to reach out to Ariana and do the Camino for your 91st birthday? That's a big feat. Well, I went to a movie with Ariana that she had uh, brought to the church, I guess it was. And I went that night, and I thought it was very interesting, uh, but certainly not for me, you know. And uh, I <clears throat> went home, and I that was it. And uh, this thing kept coming back at me time and time again, and I'd say, no, 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 not for me. <laughs> and this went on, and finally I threw up my hands and said, okay, okay, I'll go. Uh, there must be a reason for this. So I started, well, I had about two months to prepare after that. So that was the beginning. <laughs> wow. So tell me, Marge, was this more of a spiritual experience for you or a physical experience? Or did you like the idea that it was both? Or were you kind of reluctant to do the thing, period? No, I wasn't reluctant. After I after I decided to go, I decided I would uh, do a little practicing of hiking and so on. And uh, I wasn't nervous about it or uh, anything. It was just that I, all, I felt that there was a reason for me to go and I had no idea what it was. And I just uh, went along with it. That's amazing. That's just amazing. So... Tell me about the experience as you started out. Did you feel prepared after you did some of this initial hiking to get ready and bought your gear? Did you feel like you were ready to go? Yes, I thought I was ready to go. I uh, made up my mind and that was it. And uh, uh, Ariana had uh, made all the arrangements, so that was a uh, big issue off my mind. And uh, no, I just went along and was feeling good about it. So how did it go for you? What are some of the initial things that stand out in your memory now about those early days of walking? Well, um, the first week, I guess, was about the hardest that I had to do. So <laughs> it gave me a good initiation. So anything after that would have been uh, small, I guess. Anyway, we um, went over the Pyrenees, and uh, the second day uh, was a very windy, cold, even a little rain, which felt like uh, pebbles being blown into my face instead of rain. And uh, but we we carried on, and it was it was a tough go because. The wind was so strong, and I'm not very big anymore. I think I've lost a couple of inches, and I'm probably only five feet one or something like that now. Anyway, um, we struggled along with that, and it was, you know, I grew up in the 30s on the prairie here, and we had a lot of problems to to overcome, and my dad always say there said uh, told us there is no such word as can't. 
So that was just in my framework and body and mind. And so I just slugged it through. And uh, uh, the wind was very strong. And sometimes I had real trouble to stand on my feet. But, you know, after something like that, it's all pretty easy. <laughs> wow. So I was going to ask you what encouraged you through the difficult times like that. Would you remember like stuff from your childhood or what, what would encourage you when you would hit those places in your own, I guess, resistance where you just didn't really want to keep going or it was getting really hard? How did you keep going? Uh, no, never did I think that I would not go on or anything like that. It was just a hard day, and uh, uh, that was what the day was, and I didn't think at all about uh, that, oh, dear, I can't do this, you know. It was not that in, at all. I just never crossed my mind. So what did you focus on? If you weren't focusing on, well, that's really good. That's that's a good analogy for life, not to focus on the challenge, focus on the positive. So what did you focus your attention on? Was the scenery beautiful? You did a little sightseeing. It looked like from watching your pictures, you would stop at different things along the Camino, right? Sites? Oh, yes. After that day, we would have sunshine and there was beautiful scenery that Wineries across were so green and the beautiful uh, buildings and they were always white with red roofs for the, uh, the house, the barn, outbuildings. It was wonderful view and uh, it, it was uh, really just outstanding to be able to view that. We didn't, we didn't walk near those places, but you could see them. We could see them in the distance, and it was just gorgeous. Wow. Did you meet some interesting people along your walk? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, I found that everyone is a, a friend of yours on the Camino Trail, and I met some wonderful young people. It was just uh well, I love young people anyway, but after about a week, a young woman came up to me and said, uh, may I take your picture? And I looked at her and I said, well, of course, but why on earth do you want my picture? I had never met her before. Well, she said, uh, aren't you Marge? And I said, yes. And you're 91? And I said, yes. Well, she said, I, I want to take a picture and send it to my mom. And maybe it will encourage her to start to exercise or something. I'm so worried about her. She just sits and watches TV and so on. And uh, so that went on. And then time after time, I met more of the young people. And, of course, they were in touch with each other. And lots of lots wanted to take my picture, which was great. And they said, how can you do this at 91? What, what have you done in the past to bring you to this and so on? Well, I said, I just grew up in tough times, I guess, and uh, that's probably part of it. And uh, I've always exercised some, you know, not a great deal or anything, but I've done quite a bit of walking and and 
short hikes and so on. And uh, of course, the usual, you know, eat, eat well and uh, get lots of good sleep. And, and I meditate. I have meditated for about 45 or more years. And uh, I think that helps a lot for memory and health and and a lot of other things. Anyway, I did enjoy those people so much, the young ones. And uh, one day we were talking with the group. I was uh, with about six of them, I guess. I think probably they were from the university and was on the break. And so we talked about this again. They were asking all sorts of questions. And uh, I said, well, who knows? Maybe I'll celebrate my hundredth by walking the next 400 kilometers. And one young man just stuck out his hand right now and he said, I'll walk with you, shake. <laughs> and I said, well, I can't promise. <laughs> and they laughed and so on. But uh, what, one of the young girls there said, you know, I sent my... Uh, I sent my mother your picture and told them about you. And, you know, on Facebook, you're getting a lot of more go, Marge, go than I am from, <laughs> from her and her friends. And I laughed. I didn't get time to see the Facebook every day, but it was fun to hear about that later on anyway. And, uh, yes, it I had I enjoyed the people along the way from every country in the world. It's a wonderful come together place. Well, yeah, and I'm sure that your meditation practice of so many years—that's fabulous—that you've meditated for so long. And there's just a lot that we all can learn from you about things that we can do now to guarantee to not to guarantee necessarily our longevity because we don't know the plans that that are made for us, but to at least have better health and a better frame of mind in our lives as we age, right? To, to do this meditation practice and stuff. How do you feel like meditation helped you on the Camino? Well, it kept me grounded and, and peaceful and, and just, you know, alive and, and, uh, certainly had no problem from day to day, you know, woke up every day, say, well, let's go. So I really did feel it was a help over the years, too. How many days in total were you on the Camino walking? I think it was about 20. We averaged about 20 kilometers a day. Sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, but about that. And, uh, um then we went on. We took a train to um, San Diego, and we did want to end up there to see the, all the uh, people who had gone a long way and so on. And it was great to see the big churches and so on along the way. And there, of course, a wonderful big church, and we went to a service at night, and uh, it was just a nice finish to the whole uh, event. Yeah, I like that Ariana does that, that she takes her groups to the end, and no matter which segment is done, everybody yes. goes to the end. I think that's really important. 
Yes, that was important. So what did your family think of what you were doing? Did they cheer you on? Were they very supportive of what you were going to do? Or did they say, why are you going to do that? <laughs> well, they all raised their eyebrows. <laughs> and But they didn't once say, no, no, no. They just said, gee, you know, uh, you must start really walking again. <laughs> And uh, so on, but they never once said no, no, no. And they were with me all the way and uh, sending me messages on Facebook to cheer me on and so on. It was wonderful. And then at uh, after I had uh, finished, the church wanted me to say something at the front. So Ariana and I did a whole. Uh, whole session there telling about it and, and everything and every one of my grandchildren with their spouses and my daughter and her husband and it was just wonderful they all came to cheer me on <laughs> that's so good do you feel like anything was changed in you by having this experience do you feel like the camino changed you in any way uh well I was surprised and delighted that so many people said it was an inspiration to them. Um, that made me feel good. And I think that was rather my whole reason for going without me knowing it at first. But as I went on, I kept saying, you know, all these young people are, are going to be so much uh, confident to know that they're going to be all right too, because so many of them said, "Oh, I wish I, I hope I can be like you when I'm 91." And I said, "You be better than I am." I said, "The whole uh, mindset about aging has changed so much." I said, "You know, when I was a child." People who got to 70, if they were lucky, or 75, said, oh, dear, I'm so old now, I'm going to die. And so they sit down and they died because everybody believed that you died at that young age. And now there's a lot of people living in their 90s and even over 100. So uh, I said, you'll be fine. Here you are out doing this Camino Trail now, and if you keep up those things, you're going to be wonderful by 91. So they all said, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that was something, because that word inspiration came up all over from other people to me uh, during and after. And uh, so if I could help along the way that much. Um, I think that was my my reason for going without me knowing it. Well, you are an inspiration to all of us. And, and that leads me to the next obvious question, which would be, who is your inspiration? What fired you up to be able to be such a different person at 91 than, as you say, others that you know that that you know believed at seventy or seventy five they'd be done. How are you so different like that? Who inspires you? I don't know. I uh, 
I came from a great family, and uh, there was lots of love and joy and happiness, although there, we certainly didn't have things easy. But I guess that would be my biggest inspiration. That was just in me, you know. And I am happy, and I love people, and so uh, it's fun to be with them. <laughs> I love that answer. What's your favorite memory of all of them? Obviously, I'm sure the whole Camino was filled with memories. Do you have like a favorite moment that you find yourself remembering time and again now that you're back home? One favorite one. Well, I fell one time upside down in a ditch. Oh, my gosh. And it was really silly. But there, in some parts of the Camino, there are deep ditches along each side of the path. And uh, the the greenery has grown up right level with the with the road. So you, if you didn't know it was there, you'd never guess it would be there. And uh, so I, Ariana was taking some pictures, and I sat down and had a rest, which was great, and had snack and so on, and leaned back to do something, <laughs> and fell into this ditch, and I could not my like my feet were up at the top oh, God. And down and I could it didn't seem so funny as it does now but I could not get out and so I kind of called uh, Ariana and she came over oh. and she said oh my goodness and she jumped into this thing this ditch and, and grabbed me was going to help me up and she said Ow, and she had nettles that had got into oh, her pants at the back, and she was stuck on this thing. And so here she was. She couldn't move, and I couldn't move. <laughs> and she said, I have to get my scissors out of my pack. And so she struggled. I don't know how she arranged it, but she got her scissors and had to cut this thing away from her so she could move. And finally, to make a long story short, we both were out of the out of the ditch. And when we think about it now, we laugh and laugh. It was so funny and so ridiculous how it happened. And uh, I can still laugh out loud when I think about the whole situation. But uh, that was one of them anyway that I can go back to thinking about. Well, I'm glad you weren't hurt. And again, I come back to many people I know over, you know, in their 80s and 90s, the the bones start to get pretty brittle. And the last thing you want to do is fall down. And here you are tumbling head, heels over head into a ditch. And you were all right. That's fabulous. <laughs> no, I, I am very grateful for strong bones. Yeah. I really do. I've never had a broken bone. Wow. <laughs> You're quite an unusual lady. I'm sure you, you hear that a lot, don't you? <laughs> well, uh, some. I have a lot of friends. I've lived in Calgary a long time. And uh, so that's the main thing in my life now is my family and my friends. And uh, But I never sit down and wonder what I'm going to do. My calendar is always full every day. And... Uh, it's wonderful to be living like this. 
Have you always been like that? Have you always just squeezed life for every drop you could get out of it? (laughs) Uh, Pretty much, I think. Yes, I think so. That's a great way to live. I love that. What a what a great role model you are for all of us. Because <laughs> I think some of us just think we have all the time in the world and we'll get to it later or you know we get too lost in our work and forget to play enough or just whatever we've got going on and you really just kind of seem to jump in and do whatever you feel inspired to do and I think that's a great way to live. That's right and uh it, it's it's just very nice that I am able to do that at this age and uh, mm-hmm. feel good about it. And uh, so uh, I don't know how many years I have left, but I'm going to enjoy everyone that I do have. I love it. Well, what's next for you now that you've done that? How do you follow up the Camino? Isn't that strange? So <laughs> many people ask me that. What's next? <laughs> And they say, was this on your bu- bucket list? And I said, never. I said, <laughs> I never thought about it. I never even knew about it until not terribly long before I went. But um, I don't have anything as big as the Camino down for <laughs> doing. And I have some wonderful three little tiny uh, great-grandchildren, one, four, and two the little girls four and two little boys that are two years old. And so that is so much fun. And I just love to hear them call me Nana, Nana. It's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, they're magical, aren't they? Yes, they are. Well, I wanted to ask you, I think I touched on it a little bit, but not very much. Was it a spiritual experience for you to walk the Camino? I know some people talk about going and doing that to have their their spiritual transformation or whatever. Did you find that for yourself? I didn't have a, a big aha moment, as some people said. I had smaller ones along the way, I think. Uh, once once special thing that uh, comes out in my mind. It's about, we were walking and and, uh, it was kind of boring where we were going and Ariana said to me, uh, tell me a story. (laughs) I said, a story? Yeah, she said, that'll help pass the time. (laughs) So I have no idea why this story came up or anything. It just happened. And I said, well, when I was a little girl, I was six years old, and we had gone to Winnipeg, Manitoba for help for my dad, who was not doing well at the time. And I started school, and my older brother was three years older than I was, and uh, I went to school with him. It was his job to make sure I got to school and back. And he had a couple of friends the same age, so we all went walk to school together. And we had to go over a bridge, which was uh, over, uh, I guess it was a creek or whatever, but it was quite fast running. And one day, one of these friends said, I know, I found a, a shortcut to school. Come on, I'll show you. So we said, 
okay and went down to where he had shown us and was to go across this fast moving creek and uh, there was a log across it. I'm not sure if it was a log or a half log. But anyway, my brother went over first, walked over the log and uh, and I came next and I was almost at the other side. And one of the friends stepped on the side and twisted the log and I fell into the water. And of course, I didn't know how to swim at all. And uh, so anyway, I Jack ran around, oh, that was my brother, ran along the side and, and finally grabbed me by the hair. He had to jump in, I guess. I, I don't, I can't remember the whole, each little part of it, but he got me out and I don't remember what happened after that. I must have had to go back home and get some dry clothes and so on. But years after, and I had this recurring dream that I was high above a, a rushing river and it was white. It was just roaring. And I was on a very small, I guess what was going over it wasn't a bridge because it had nothing on either side. But I was terrified. I was supposed to walk over this and I couldn't. I sat down and I wrapped my legs around it and I was just terrified. And was going to put my arms around this thing just so I wouldn't fall off and I'd wake up every time at the same time. This went on and on and on. So I just finished that story to Ariana and we went around a little big bridge and here was a creek <laughs> and it had a wooden bridge to go over no no sides on it or anything it was just narrow it wasn't real high but it was certainly higher than I wanted and I just froze wow and uh, Ariana said can you do it <laughs> and I said yes and she said take my hand and so we went across didn't say a word we went across this thing and I threw my arms in the way in the air, and I said, "I did it! I did it!" <laughs> and I was so pleased with myself, and I, I said, "The synchronicity of that whole thing was so great." Yeah. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, and, and to face it, something that has been with you for so long, and get that moment I, of throwing your hands up in the air and saying, "I did it! I finally did it!" <laughs> yeah. And it was wonderful, and I haven't had the dream since, so I hope I never do. <laughs> oh, how awesome. <laughs> I love that. But uh, oh, there's all the little things along the way that that uh, are meaningful, you know, to you. Yeah. To rather. But uh, that was one big thing I said. You know, the synchronicity was just amazing touched on what I've heard from people about experiences like this, the Camino and other experiences where you kind of go to the brink of, of what you usually do in terms of physical resistance, emotional resistance, spiritual resistance. And 
that's often when our stuff comes up, right? The the fears or the whatever we've been carrying around so that we can face and overcome it. And that's a great story of how you did that. I think that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> well, I think it was wonderful. I just was so pleased. I just grinned all the way. <laughs> <pressed> the <way. laughs> I bet you did. You worked a long time for that. You You earned that yeah. grin. <laughs> That's right. It was really worth the Camino just having that. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, do people ask you, you know, hey, I've been thinking about doing the Camino. What words of advice do you have? Do you have some special words of advice for anybody that's thinking about doing this? Oh, I say yes, yes, do it for goodness sakes. Prepare a little bit. Make sure you've got um, good equipment that's uh, especially shoes and sock. Now, Everyone was having blisters, and uh, when I went to buy my shoes and socks, I was with this gentleman, middle-aged, and he said, I went on the Camino, and he said, I didn't get a blister, but he said, it's very important to get these special socks and at least three pairs, and they were very expensive socks, and anyway, he said, you wear one, you have a a dry one for tomorrow, and you have one drying that you've washed. So I remember that, and I, as I said, I talked to Spirit quite a way, quite a lot the first week about my feet, <laughs> <laughs> and I did a very uh, uh, good little talk, and certainly. I never had one blister, and there were so many people that just some had to lay over a day or two to, and go to doctors and so on. And uh, so it was wonderful I didn't have any blisters. That's great. Well, and I would hope that anyone considering doing this would, and I'm not, this is not a paid commercial or anything, but I worked with REI, which is uh, a co-op that sells outdoor recreational gear, I would hope that you would go to a store like REI and consult with some experts in footwear and socks. And absolutely those smart wool socks are worth every penny of whatever they cost. And they are rather pricey, but they're, they're magic socks, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are. Those Merino socks, they fit just like a glove. I'd never seen any before. And so I would tell people certainly to look after their feet. That's very important. And secondly, definitely go find out what you what you need to know and uh, it's an experience of a lifetime I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have not gone and the memories are great and uh, you know there'll be some ups and some downs and so on but you'll never forget it and never regret it that's wonderful advice thank you for sharing that well, I like to ask all of my guests who come on the show, and you have been one of the most inspirational women I've ever had the privilege of interviewing. I like oh. to ask you if you have a parting thought that you would like to leave listeners with today. Well, I would say that every day is important for you and, and others in your life. And uh, just to Keep smiling and, and enjoy life. I think your mind has a lot to do with 
with how you're feeling and so on, and you can change it by changing your thoughts and uh, enjoy this life. It, here I am, 91 years, and I I can't even imagine when I think about that, living eight, that many days and weeks and months, <laughs> here I am, that I'm, I'm not ready to give in yet. I'm glad. I haven't stopped smiling since I got on this with you. I'm I'm just I'm over here just beaming from ear to ear. You just are are the embodiment of of joy and living in the moment and what a special woman you are. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you very much for those kind words. Would you like to be a guest on Exploring Possibilities? Drop me a note at info at journeyofpossibilities.com. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.